You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. Welcome back to episode nine of Pitch This. Hey, Chris, how are you, man? Dude, I am surviving. It was a first week back to work, full throttle with all the new technology. So it was very overwhelming. Um, so I apologize to everybody. We missed a week. That was due to me, but I'm feeling better. I feel like I've mastered the machine. So I'm hyped and I'm excited about today's episode. But how are you doing, Andy? I'm doing good. Um, I unfortunately never stopped working. <laughs> so <laughs> I've just been busy um, trying to eat healthy, but it's been going bad. So I just want everyone to know that eating healthy is not good for you. I'm going to be <laughs> the first person to tell you that right now. <laughs> you know, it, eating is an interesting concept. Um, it's it's just so funny because it's like what works for one body type and one food source can or cannot always be the same. Yeah. It's just crazy. So it's it's genetics. So if you're going to blame anybody about what's going on with your food and all that stuff, blame your family. Hate you, mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, enough with the hating my parents. Chris, any news today? All right. So we've got some crazy stuff. Last week was just wild over at DC Comic Books. Um, I'm sure a lot of you heard about it, but we'll go into some further details. So DC Comics is owned by Time Warner Media. Time Warner Media is deciding to do a bunch of directional changes, so that means firings. So I believe it was like somewhere between 600 to 800 employees were fired. Wow. Um, and That's I want to say like 150 to 300 came out of the DC Comics area. DC Direct, formerly known as DC Collectibles, formerly known as DC Direct, uh, they launched back in like 1998, and they were DC Comic Books, their own toy company. So they would make their own action figures. Then eventually it got into statues and props, lithographs, posters, everything. That really? company is now gone. Gone. Oof. So like they have some product in the on the way. I don't know if it's going to get canceled or whatnot. It's a shame because they were doing this whole new line of called Batman the New Adventures. So it's Batman the Animated Series, yeah. but with more DC Universe characters in there. So like Deathstroke, the Terminator, Red Hood. Wow. We may or may not get those figures now. I don't <sighs> That's know. That's horrible. That sucks. <clears throat> One of their lead guys, though, did get to stay, and they um, uh, Jim Lee talked about that. He's like, oh, you know, so it's basically like, well, instead of us doing it ourselves, we're just going to license things out to people. So, like, I know McFarland Toys right now has the big um, uh, license for DC stuff, so it looks like he's probably going to be making even more stuff. Uh, the editor-in-chief over at DC Comics, Bob Haras, he was also let go by the company. So this was insane. Like, it was just raining. Um, just like all the big names. Yeah. Like, wow. I want to say that weekend up to, like, Wednesday, you were just seeing people on Twitter like, I lost my job. This is horrible. Da, 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 da. And it was. It was just so bad. Like, you don't want to see these people lose their work, especially right now with COVID-19 going yeah, on. Yeah, like, of course. Is, wow. This is just one more nail in the coffin. And right now, it doesn't feel like it's very good at DC Comics, so it's just crazy. Um, but just recently, I want to say, like, within a day or two of this recording, 
Uh, DC Comics has named their new interim editors-in-chief. We have Marie Javins and Michelle Wells. Um, I don't know much about these ladies. Um, I believe, okay, it looks like Javins was in charge of digital strategy at DC Comics, and then Wells was in charge of the young adult imprint. So that's interesting because those areas, you could say there has been success. Uh, Obviously, digital comics are great because you still go through the same process of making a comic book, but you don't print it. So that, you know, you pay the writer, you pay the artist, you pay the colorist, you pay, you know, and most stuff is done already digitally. So when they're sending their files, it's just like, okay, you know, some software designer cleans it up and formats it and posts. So there's a lot of money saved in there. Um, The young adult stuff. So it's interesting because, and this is going to be something that could ruffle feathers. I don't know. But like. A lot of times, so like we like Wonder Woman, right? Little yeah. kids like Wonder Woman. So the hope is, oh, cool, you like Wonder Woman and you're a little kid, so read Wonder Girl, right? No, we want Wonder Woman, <laughs> you know? Like the only yeah. sidekick that really counts is Robin, you know? Because nobody, like a little kid who watches The Flash is going to be The Flash. They're not going to be Kid Flash. Speed, I didn't even know Wonder you know? Woman had a sidekick. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, will, I will show you the ways of the sidekick. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, um, you know, so all of them are just dealing with stuff. And even then, like, to the point of when you do talk about Robin, for the most part, they always go back to Dick Grayson and yep, his Nightwing. That's true. So it's like, okay, this is going to be wild. So um, the young adult imprint basically just says, okay, let's take these heroes and make them kids. So, like, they had one, like, Batman's Garage, so it's a young Bruce Wayne as he's, like, building the Batmobile and fighting crime and stuff like uh, that. It's the young adult imprint, so yeah. it definitely it, it works for the kids. So, like I said, the, the, these two ladies have been very successful in their, uh, their part of the company. So, it's going to be interesting now that they have the full DC library. So, I wish them luck. Um, I wish everybody who's let go, I hope to goodness that you end up somewhere better because... These have been a lot of people that are responsible for some great things in DC Comics. Um, and uh, it's just what a harsh way to find out that you're being let go. And especially, too, like I find it, I find it really amazing. Um, this Saturday, the 22nd, you're going to have DC's Fan oh, Dome. True, huh? You know, so it's like, I mean, can you imagine all the survivors? They're just going to be like, <laughs> yeah. You know, like it's not like who's really going to want to be celebrating and stuff like that. And I mean, this is going to, I hope it's a great event. Uh, it's going to be a 24 hour virtual experience. There's going to be all kinds of wildness going on. So, I mean, this Saturday, just go to dcfandome.com. And you're going to see everything. Uh, they're going to talk about their movies. Aquaman, Batman, Batwoman, Black, Black Adam, Black Lightning, DC Supergirl, sorry, movies and TV, DC Legends of Tomorrow, Stargirl, Doom Patrol, Flash, Harley Quinn, uh, Snyder Cut, Lucifer, Pennyworth, Shazam, Suicide Squad, Supergirl, Superman and Lois, Teen Titans Go, Titans, Watchmen, and Young Justice Outsiders as well as Wonder yeah. Woman 1984. So that's a big slate. I didn't even think about it because, yeah, they weren't even at Comic-Con. Like, yeah, well, there was all, no so. con, con, Comic-Con. I think this... So I think it's Disney. Don't they do D23? D23, So I could see like Marvel's going to be pulling out of San Diego Comic-Con and just doing D23. I can see DC Fandome becoming its own thing. I think, isn't D23 like every other year? I always thought it was yearly. I could be wrong because I don't pay attention to it. Like it it only popped up on my radar because of Mitch, you know, like I think he went one time and even then he was like, there wasn't much, but I can see in the future. (laughs) Yeah, I can see in the future, though, there being a lot of change. So you never know because it is it's one of those things where it's like, well, why am I going to your house to pay you money to advertise (laughs) my stuff when I could just stay at home? pay myself money and then broadcast it that way. So true. Very uh, true. I I think the days of San Diego Comic-Con being as powerful as it was 
I don't know. Because, yeah, Hall H was like the mecca. Yeah. And you haven't had DC there probably, what, close to three years now? And I think Marvel uh, yeah. skipped a year as well. So it's like, uh-oh, what does this mean? So, yeah, yeah, fandom is going to be very interesting. Uh, one thing, though, that is real exciting that I would advertise to you. They are making another Superman animated film, Superman, The Man of Tomorrow. So it's basically going to explore the early days of Clark Kent uh, dealing with being Superman yeah. and other superheroes. Mm. Uh, basically, kind of sounds like probably... Uh, an animated adaptation of Superman American Alien. We've talked about that a lot oh, over okay. on Imagination. The Max Landis one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it kind of sounds like it's going to be a loose adaptation of that. Uh, looks like it's pretty good. I know, I believe Martian Manhunter and Lobo will be in it. So if you're a fan of those oh, characters, wow. definitely check it out. And you will be able to stream it for free at DC Fandom. So check that out. And then one last piece of DC news, though. So <laughs> I give you something good. I give you something bad. <laughs> and now here comes more bad. So the Marvel solicits were released last week. Uh, sorry, Marvel. The November solicits. So comic books, you always order everything three months in advance so that way they know how much to print and orders and sorting and all that stuff. So it was crazy because, you know, on top of everybody getting fired, then DC releases their November solicitations. And we found out that, Teen Titans, Young Justice, Suicide Squad, Hawkman, and John Constantine Hellblazer are all ending in November. And Aquaman, we don't know if his comic is going to continue or not because the writer, um, uh, Kelly Sue DeConnick, she is leaving the book. <clears throat> she's just, she feels that she's past it, you know, like she's like, okay, I just, it was a big thing. And so she's leaving by choice, which is great news. Um, but will there be an issue of Aquaman after that? We don't know. And it's crazy because if you think about it, again, those titles I read off, they either have a was, strong was presence. It, was it pretty good? Her Aquaman? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. This is I, I've started scaling back because I love comic books. I really do. Yeah. And But I've gotten to a point where, like, and it was talked about for years, something called um, event fatigue. So they do these big events, and it used oh, to be like, okay. okay, there was one event a year. Um, and before, it wasn't even yearly, but it became a yearly thing. Then it's like, okay, <clears throat> like DC, for example, will do the DC Universe event, then there's the Superman event, and then there's the Batman event. So now you're buying three events. Ah, it's just too many. It was. And I was reading Aquaman. Like There was a, there was a while when I was younger, JLA was the big book because you got all the heroes. And they were so good that I did. I farmed out, and I bought all the core members. I bought their comics, and I was reading Aquaman. And I stuck with Aquaman all the way till New 52 when Jeff Johns did it. And it was great. I mean, Aquaman was outselling X-Men. That's wow. right. Uh, so that was crazy. But then I just, once he left, it felt like, okay, this is a good opportunity to scale back and whatnot. So I, I've done that. Um, but Aquaman, I mean, I would say probably if you were a fan of the movie, and I, I enjoyed it. You know, um, but I feel like the Aquaman comics are going to go the way of the movie. So it's like ah, if yeah. you want more movie adventures, then definitely check that out because it's one of those things where they're like the rehashing story. And I mean, yes, it's a newer story, but it's like, oh, the, the Aqua Baby. Well, we've, we've been through that. Oh, will Mera and Aquaman tie the knot again or not? Well, we've been through that. And I mean, Aquaman's a character I enjoy, but it's not somebody that I'm like, OK, this is somebody I die hard follow. Uh, I've heard positive stuff, you know. And again, for people of the movie genre, this is probably exciting. Like, wait a second, what? Aquaman and Mera did get together? <gasps> Maybe they're going to get married? <gasps> there's a baby? You know, so like there's a lot of gasping for them. Yeah. But for me, it's kind of like, ah, I've read these stories, man. Like I'm. Yeah, it's 
Told I mean, news. I, I remember when Aquaman was like, Mary, get the heck out of here. Like, I'm all about this chick named Dolphin, you know? And so it's like, wait, what? <laughs> and then, yeah, wait till the wait till the fans get to that point in the storyline again. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to disrespect a comic I don't read, but... I mean, I've heard good stuff, but I just didn't follow it. But it's just crazy that, again, like I said, these are all titles that have a big presence in terms of movies and TV, and they're going to get canceled. But I feel, because number ones sell, I think that's a good way to skim the fat, go through these changes, refine a lot of the books, and then, yeah, once Aquaman 2 comes out, okay, let's start a brand new Aquaman book, you know, because number ones sell, big anniversary numbers sell. Mm-hmm. But anything outside of that is just whatever. So I feel that's what they'll do is they'll start Aquaman again. They'll be like, hey, it's issue one of Aquaman. And then by the time they get to issue six, they'll be like, oh, and then it's the 800th issue of Aquaman. And you're going to be like, what? Hey, what do you How mean? How did that happen? And it's like, oh, Aquaman has been around since 1942. And so there we go. And it's just like, oh, my gosh. So, yeah, that's that's my two cents. But, yeah, a lot of DC Comics news. So. Uh, keep an eye out. Start buying your DC collectibles, DC direct stuff now because they are a done company. Um, so I just, I'm blown away by that. Uh, DC direct is one of my go-tos. Like I remember there was a sweet era in like toy prop collecting, like from Marvel. I could get the stuff at Toys R Us through Marvel Legends and then the higher quality stuff. I could get it at my comic shop through Diamond Select. Uh, DC Comics, I could buy my Mattel DC Classics, and then my finer stuff, I get it at the comic shop through DC Direct. And now pretty much three out of those, well, DC Direct is gone. Uh, Mattel has expired their license with DC Collectibles, so now it's over at McFarlane with DC Multiverse. And they're just, I don't know, the scale kills me. Like everything's six inch, and now they're making the seven inch. Seven inch, yeah. So I'm not gonna go buy another whole new set of figures just because of his change. Yeah, that's Um, lame. But now he's the only game in town, so you're kind of like, ooh, that stinks, you know. So, but yeah. So good luck to those that are out there, and I, 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 like I said, I hope you find better success. I hope things go a lot better. Yeah. So what about you, Andy? Anything else? Uh, yeah. So. Um, Geek Elite Media just shared this earlier um, that there's going to be a new reboot of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I don't know if you saw last year in March that they released a trailer. I guess the director was Morgan Cooper. And it was like a more dark, more up-to-date version of um, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air about how this kid got into a shooting, so he had to move away because he was in trouble, blah, blah, blah. You know, the usual, but now it's darker. Now it has uh, more updated themes. So I guess that's going to be the new show. There's going to be, I I guess it's going to be a short um, or a short into a full-blown series. So I guess they're going to have a full series. So we'll see how that goes. I mean, if you were a big fan of Will Smith and the, and he's attached to it. So Will Smith is going to be helping out with the show. I think it'd be cool to see him as, an uncle, uh, an uncle Phil figure. So that'd be awesome. Yeah, I mean, because I don't think he's unfortunately young enough to play the first <laughs> prince anymore. Yeah, he's not. He's not that fresh. But yeah, um, no, I think that. <clears throat> so that 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 checks a lot of things. Like that's so cool because, like Fresh Prince of Bel Air, that was a huge show. Like I remember when yeah. I was younger, that was like, man, everybody was going into it, and then you had, um, um, what you call it, um. God, I lost my mind. But anyway, so but I just think that's so cool that a fan, you know, made like that that trailer and, you know, it impressed Will Smith so much that it's like, hey, you know what? This is a great idea. So it's like 
What a great way to like just inspire people like, hey, don't give up on your dreams. Do it. Make that trailer. Promote that idea. Pitch it like Pitch we do. It. And, you know, you never know what could happen. So, yeah, it's the hype game has got to be real. So that's so awesome. Congratulations yeah. to that guy. And then some other just small random news, I guess, if you believe in everything haunted and everything scary. Um, the Annabelle doll escaped from the Warren's house from, I guess they have, have you seen any of the Conjuring movies, any of those uh, a- Annabelle doll movies. Yeah, it escapes from the Museum of the Warrens, so do not buy any Raggedy Ann dolls <laughs> out there. Yeah, the original is on the loose. That's crazy. And that is funny because a lot of people will buy a Raggedy Ann doll. Like if you see it at a secondhand store, if you see it somewhere, people will buy it because they are such huge collectibles on the secondary market. So yeah. it's like, yeah, if you get one of these, like just make sure you're not living with your family anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Chris, you have this week's pitch. Okay. So it's that wonderful moment of pitch this. What are we going to do? We're going to pitch an idea. So right now I decided to take my love of Marvel and I'm going to mix it with comics and television. So way back in the day, they made a Marvel comic book called What If? And so the idea was to take these ideas of comics and just play it out differently. Uh, So the first issue came out in February of 1977. And so it promoted the idea that what if Spider-Man had joined the Fantastic Four? So way back in the 60s, it was Amazing Spider-Man number one. Spider-Man goes to the Fantastic Four and he's like, hey, I want to get a job so I can get a paycheck. And they're like, we don't get paid to be heroes. And Spider-Man's like, well, I'm not going to join then. (laughs) And so then they made a story. Well, what if he did? What would life be like? So, you know, could that have saved Gwen Stacy? Would Peter better be a hero, be a better hero for it? Would he have gone public with all these tons of things? And so what if has been a... excuse me, what if has been very exciting because it plays with those ideas. Like, yeah, what if Gwen Stacy did not die that night? What would it be like? What if Punisher's family wasn't gunned down? What would Frank do? You know, so all kinds of exciting questions. So luckily it is such a huge staple at Marvel that in the MCU, they are going to do a animated show called What If? And it's going to totally play out. So it's all done in animation. So this is exciting because you're going to see a lot more cooler stuff because... And with actual voices. Yeah, and exactly. Like, oh man, I really miss, you know, uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s Tony Stark. Don't worry. He's going to be back. He's going to do an episode or two or all, you know? So you're going to have all kinds of stuff. So we've got Jeffrey Wright. He will be voicing The Watcher and he will be the narrator of the series, which totally stays in line with the comics. So, Andy, my idea is I want you to pitch an episode of What If, okay? So would you like me to go first or would you like to go first? (laughs) Always, sir. All right. Winner (laughs) takes the lead. Ah. (laughs) Okay. So I thought about this and I really wanted something because the exciting thing about a episode of What If or a comic book of What If is how destructive it can be. And it's Mm -hmm. weird because it's like things could also end in a happy light, but they never really do. Uh, like if I go back to the idea of the Gwen Stacy one, what if she lived? Well, in that Peter Parker's identity gets exposed and he's almost arrested. So it's like, wow, that was not a happy ending at all. (laughs) So in this case, I wanted to do something that would be catastrophic to the Marvel cinematic universe. Uh So I thought about it and I thought about it and I thought about it and I thought about it. And I was like, you know what? Okay. So I kind of started at Endgame and I thought about, okay, what was the what was the linchpin there? What what helped? And it was Ant-Man, right? Because if he hadn't gone into yeah. the quantum realm, yeah. we wouldn't have a lot of this stuff. And I was like, okay, okay. So I was like, okay, well, what were the effects to get Ant-Man to where he was? And it's like, oh, 
Hank and Jan. Now, Hank and Jan were actually original founders of the Avengers. Yeah. Like, Janet Van Dyne was the one who named them. She's like, let's call ourselves the Avengers. And she never gets that credit because of, you know, Hawkeye and Black Widow taking their spots, essentially, in the thing, in, in the Avengers movies. So I decided to toy with it, and I said, okay, what if <clears throat> the original Avengers actually had Hank and Jan on the team? So basically, oh. my episode of Pitch This would be, or sorry, my episode of What If would be, what if Jan didn't go to the quantum realm? So let's flash back to Ant-Man the movie and the opening okay. scenes, right? So we're back in 19, what was it, 80s, right? You know, that's where they planned because yeah. it was Cold War. Yeah. So on that mission, her size belt never broke down, right? Like she was able to successfully go deposit that bomb and then come back. Life's great, right? Because essentially they gave her the classic comic book Bucky uh, like, yep. this is why you're she not died. here. You yeah. know? So that's how she, quote unquote, died. So they're perfectly fine. OK, so Hank and Jan are OK. They are staying on with S.H.I.E.L.D. You know, Captain Marvel happens, you know, and so we see a young Nick Fury rising up the ranks and, and Captain Marvel's going to do the same thing. Like, hey, look, I got to go out in the space. I got to protect a lot of stuff. Here's the beeper. Let me know when you need me. Right. Um, so with Hank Pym being around now because he's not going to go into seclusion, this causes the Stark Pym war to kind of heat up a little bit more. But with um, oh, I can't think of Tony Stark's dad, but with the dad basically like, uh, you know, like ah, I'm out of this and then the son taking over the company, uh -huh. this actually creates a good relationship between Pym and Stark. So now they've modified their relationship and things are a little bit better. So this is going to speed up some of the events of the Marvel U Cinematic Universe. So we have Iron Man, Wasp, and Ant-Man working together. Wait, um, the dad though, right? Yeah, Howard okay. Stark. There we go. Duh. No, 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 not Howard. I mean, Howard, Howard was the one that was butting heads, which led to, you know, like him staying into power because, okay, so let me try to explain this better. So you have Howard Stark and you have uh, Hank Pym, right? Yeah. So when Janet gets lost in the quantum realm, Hank becomes a recluse. Yeah. So Howard yeah. stayed and he ran his business. And he tried to inspire his son to run the business until finally, you know, Howard passes away. And Tony does run the business, but he doesn't run it heroically. He's just like, yeah. hey, man, make bombs and check it out. I made a suitcase that it can turn into a bar. You know, no, no, no gang signs when you take pictures. Right. <laughs> so with that, though, by <coughs> excuse me, by having Hank stay around, he didn't go into reclusion. Hank and Howard became better friends. So oh, now okay, okay. Tony can see Hank and it's like, wait a second. You used your powers to like, or you use science to make yourself a superhero. So that's the Iron Man is going to happen faster, right? So instead of Tony being kind of a bum, he gets inspired to be a hero quickly. So now that, that we established, we've got three of our Avengers, right? Yep. So Iron Man, Giant, well, Ant Man and Wasp. So then the banner accident happens quickly. So boom. So now we have the Hulk in there as well. So and there's they bring four him in faster. Yep. Uh, Thor's hammer is discovered. So, you know, Thor winds up getting there faster. So you have the five. So now you have the original team of Avengers, and Janet's like, we should call ourselves the Avengers. And they're the Avengers, Earth's mightiest heroes. So they're not necessarily going to work for S.H.I.E.L.D. because both 
Tony and Hank and even Jan to a point know that we need to be better than what S.H.I.E.L.D. is being coming. Yeah. So they're off doing their thing, and sure enough, they find Captain America early on, and there you go. So now you have the original six Avengers. Captain America leads the team and all that fun stuff, right? And this is Does this still all take place in early yep, 2000s? This is, this is, yeah, so we'll, we'll play it off that way just because of the sliding timeline and whatnot. So with that happening, you know, and you could have it eventually that, yeah, Scott Pym, he breaks in, and, you know, he winds up getting the Ant-Man suit and, and, and Scott Lang, I mean, and he, you know, does his Ant-Man stuff and all that stuff. But here's the big thing. The Marvel Cinematic Universe is still structured and still played out the way it was, but everyone would be ignorant of the quantum realm. So that's what's going to happen. So Thanos still does his mad quest and he gets all the infinity stones. He makes the snap. Now here's going to be the tricky part. And let's just play it out. Let's just say, okay, we saw how things went. Captain America stayed. Okay. Hulk stayed. Uh, Thor stayed. Iron Man stayed. So the big four stayed. Now we saw Hank Pym vanish and we saw Janet Van Dyne vanish. Now you could argue, okay, so, like, well, look, I did bring up Scott Lang. He didn't vanish in the snap, though, right? Uh, no, he okay? never did. So he didn't vanish, so he's going to take on the role of Ant-Man to see what he can do. But none of the Ant people know about the quantum realm. So that yeah. will defeat time travel in the way that they learned it. So Tony Stark did come up with time travel, right? But will it work without the quantum realm? So since there was no quantum realm, I'm going to say it would have worked, but it's not going to work with what they need. They needed that (laughs) component. So since they don't have it, so in reality, they do wind up basically just they track down Thanos and kill him or they'll, you know, put him on trial for his crimes. But the Marvel Cinematic Universe is going to be a darker place because they never had the quantum realm to go back back into. So they could do Avengers Endgame. Oh my God! So if we have ha- if we have Janet Van Dyne survive, then we lose the Endgame. Yeah, and it's just them. Yep, and it's that domino effect. So yeah, so your Avengers would just be that because they, you know they have not, no way to bring them back. Black Widow, no- she really wouldn't have joined the Avengers because she was on loan from Shield. Hawkeye would have been on loan from Shield, and then with their families and whatnot. So you know they would have played out. So Hawkeye would have stayed Ronin. He's going to basically be you know just this angry some guy, and and then that plays from that. So if you want, give me a character that you'd be curious. How would I play him out into the Marvel Cinematic Universe that I've created now? Anybody you'd be curious like what was their? Well, I was going gonna to say like? Spider Man, but he's gone. Yep. So um, he would have been. He would have died in the snap, and he would never come back. Wow. That would that would honestly just change everything. Cause, yep, yeah, yeah, that's true. Because Black Panther doesn't come back. Falcon doesn't come back. Star Lord doesn't come back. Um, yeah, a lot of them. So everybody who died in the snap is gone. Wow. Yep. And I mean, you could argue, well, could they power themselves up to? No, actually, they couldn't even get the gauntlet back because Thanos diswilled it. Just yeah, and, so and the gone, only way they so, got it back yeah. was going through time travel. Yep, and so they can't do that. So there you go. That is the abysmal Marvel universe that I've created. So and it ends end, after Endgame. I mean, after Infinity War. Yeah. So well, I mean, well, they no, would still go out. Like I said, they'll, yeah. they'll 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 like the opening scene would still happen where they go and they kill Thanos, but. Yeah, Thor's going to stay bro Thor, you know. Yeah. Hulk will get smart, but he's not going to be able to put his intelligence to doing anything. Because Tony knows Stark anything about the yeah, quantum realm. And so even though Scott Lang is still there and he could Ant-Man, but he's not going to know about the quantum realm oh because God. he would have never gone to it. So that one change, domino effect, the whole Marvel Universe. Oh, my God. So there's my episode. <laughs> that is very sad. Thank you. <laughs> it just... Wow. Okay. Well, I guess I guess this is a good time to tell you guys, we are gonna have a little after show 
um, talking more about our pitches on our Patreon account. So if you want to go check that out, it's Geek Elite Media on the Patreon. And we're going to have like a 15 to 20 minute just discussion of why pitch, why um, Chris pitched this and my pitch coming up. So if you want to go check us out there too. Yeah, we're going to give you a little bit more exclusive behind the scenes content. So this way we could we get a little help from you guys and you help us and we help you. And all the backs get scratched. Yes. So, oh, my God. That's Otherwise, so we have to do a OnlyFans and I don't think people want to see mine. Yeah. If you guys want to go <laughs> subscribe to the Geek Elite Media OnlyFans, um, I will be there. <laughs> I will post one picture every 24 hours for money. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Um, see, you never give me time to think, Chris. <laughs> hey, I gave you a week. Actually, I gave you two weeks. I this know, guy's I trying know. to make me look bad. <laughs> well, so the only one that I can think oh. about that you re- that you kind of said that I really liked was, what if Uncle Ben never did die? Where that would leave Spider Man? Yep. And I think I really like that because without Uncle Ben's death, it wouldn't lead him to be the hero he is. And I think a kid with superpowers, it would just make him this irresponsible, like, I think he would try to use his powers for money. So like I think OnlyFans? <laughs> he would do, yeah, OnlyFans. No, I think he would um, rob banks. He wouldn't be exactly a villain, but I don't think he would be doing good. Okay. Um, I think he would be using it more for his benefit, and maybe I, I feel like he would... Um, like I said, Rob Banks, um, he would uh, steal money if he saw the chance. It, maybe he saves one or two people, but like while doing that, he saves, he steals their money. <laughs> and then he really, you know, I'm going to make um, a social media influencer too. Oh. Like he's not going to, he's going to be putting all his like, like, hey, just robbed his bank. Like, what's up? Like, put a selfie right outside the vaults. And he's going to be like this pretty much this ir- irresponsible teenager with powers. So something that Uncle Ben never taught him and something or something that, yeah, Uncle Ben didn't teach him because he didn't die, that with great power comes great responsibility. He, it's, it's just uh, uh, he becomes his own man because Uncle Ben and Aunt May can't control him anymore because he's going through puberty. They think it's puberty, but it's him just spider puberty, spider <laughs> puberty. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, because he's just, he doesn't give a fuck anymore. I mean, he's he's posting pictures. Aunt May and Uncle Ben don't know what the hell's going on. They they try to call the cops on him, but of course he just escapes and then he's gone from Uncle Ben and Aunt May. So he goes and makes his own like life in New York City. I mean, it'll be kind of hard to find him because you can't find him. You know, it'd be really interesting. So I like that pitch. and I, I, I think that's really neat and especially... <clears throat> gosh excuse me sorry <laughs> um but i like that that he he basically becomes a really just a selfish kid and i i like that you put that social media influencer on there because that makes me think i think it was wasn't it was it spider-man was it spider-man homecoming when he sees those guys robbing the bank and they're wearing those masks oh yeah he's like the avengers yeah so i would uh, really loved that was just the, the first spider-man oh, well that was homecoming yeah. it was homecoming yeah. oh, okay my bad i thought yeah. it was far, far from yeah home. far from yeah. home was the second one homecoming. and then homecoming yeah so i i like that because that's where you could do that twist like in that scene where he's like he laughs at those guys raps them. he's like guys let me show you how to do this and he just grabs the atm rips it off the wall yep and takes the money and it's like i'm out 
you know? Yeah. And, and then, yeah, you do. You start seeing a Spider-Man who's like, at first it's like, oh, cool, he's helping to stop crime. But it's like, wait, where does the evidence go? Yep. Oh, and then it just takes him down a dark alley. And, and that'd be fun because then you could totally play with like, he's like, ah, this red and blue just isn't for me. So maybe we see, you know, the black and white costume yep. that he's got. And he makes it know, himself. Yeah, and then, uh, but then I would, I would like, I don't, I don't know if you've got plans for how you would end yours, but I think I know what I would do to him. What he dies, like he's just gonna, he's gonna burn too bright, you know, like he's just gonna be like he's pushing his body to the limits. Uh, maybe yeah. he starts, you know, like, hey man, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna do some drugs, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, but I see the where, chemistry I see in his body, power. Yeah, and, and and it just leads him down a really dark path. I was thinking that, or he actually starts like he butts heads with like Iron Man. Like he tries to take some of his tech, and maybe that's where he gets like the, the iron spider suit. Like Ooh, okay. He 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 just starts, uh, <laughs> rubbing people the wrong way. <laughs> he um gets like yeah like let's say he gets an Iron Man, he steals his stuff, or he um Fantastic Four, he goes and um he sees what kind of tech they have to see how he can make himself better, because it's all about self. Like he's just trying to make himself better and seeing what other mischief he can get into, but. I also thought um, the other way I can take it, which would be um, this shows him how to be more responsible now that Uncle Ben's there and it actually teaches him how to um, become more of a man, I guess. Um, so he starts becoming more of a of a Tony Stark-esque character where he uses his intelligence and his powers to see how he can help the future. So he starts becoming this powerful businessman and becoming pretty much the next Iron Man. I mean, him he starts teaming up with Stark, but he has his own company, um, I don't know, Spiders Industry or whatever, because that's his whole thing. He he um researched spiders and he becomes this billionaire and then he becomes everyone knows he's Spider Man because he pretty much told everyone his powers and um he's like the next Iron Man pretty much. Nice. So I, I was thinking either one of those two, but I kind of like the dark one more. Well, but you know what you could do? Okay, so this would be fun. Do both. Like, because they've done that sometimes in the comics too. Like, they'll have like part one, Spider-Man goes evil. Part two, you know, what if Spider-Man had gone good, right? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and then into the Spider-Verse 2. <laughs> Miles, has to, Miles has to get one in order to save the other. Yeah, because I mean, we're we're cool with multiverses, so yeah, why not take true. it a step further? I mean, yeah, I mean, I think it would be cool. Like, I guess, yeah, in his teen years, even his early twenties, he like he's just messing up, taking drugs, robbing banks, and everything. But and then like Uncle Ben somehow learns to stop him or does something to stop him, and like he's like Peter, this isn't you. Like you weren't raised like this. Like I know you never had your parents, but you had us. Like Aunt May and I have given you everything, and like this isn't you you need to come back home with us like we let's turn your life around and then of course he goes to college he's i mean because he's been he's smart he's really smart he knew how to do all these things like he and even maybe um tony stark starts helping him because he learned that this 17 year old kid learned how to bypass all his security learned how to break into his like vault that no one has been ever break into so maybe he starts getting tony stark's help like yeah like i want to help you and put you like, through kid, college you're pretty good yeah just gotta get you focused yeah exactly and then uncle ben is there to help him and just use his powers for responsible stuff nice yeah you, you could lead to that maybe maybe the good spider-man his catalyst is iron man's death 
Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, that that's true. I mean, he he probably dies when he was like early 25. So he's like, yeah, I'm going to take over this company. Like it's mine now. Yeah. <laughs> like pepper pots. You're no more. <laughs> yeah. So there's the dark path of spider. Yeah. The tangle I, web. <laughs> I, yeah. I think that'd be cool because I mean, yeah, like I said, uncle Ben's death was such a big part of Spider-Man. I mean, that's what really turned him around, turned him into the superhero. He is today. I mean, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Well, and that's why I'm excited about these, you know, this what if show happening because it is like, so I don't know how much you've seen or how much trailers have been out there, but like there is the premise <clears throat> of one of the episodes, Peggy Carter takes the super soldier serum instead of. Steve oh, really? Rogers. Yeah. Okay. And so like you see her, like she's very much in like her own outfit. It's very Britain. So I'm guessing they're probably going to call her Captain Britain, you know, Captain America, Captain yeah. Britain. Yeah. And then later on we see Tony Stark winds up wearing an Iron Man suit prototype. So it's, it's pretty cool. And like, and there's definitely elements of the comic books and stuff like that, but that's pretty exciting because it's like, okay, cool. Like we're probably going to get Chris Evans and, uh, oh, why can I not think of her name? Um, Haley Peg, Atwell, yeah, Haley Atwell. So they're gonna come back and reprise their roles and do their voices and yeah. stuff like that. So that's just gonna be exciting. So it's like, like it's funny because I used to like, yeah, I really want to see live action superhero films. No, I don't. I want to see them animated because <laughs> you can yeah. do so much more. And, yeah, you know, it's it's exciting. Like you don't need this huge budget. <clears throat> yeah, you don't need this huge budget. And plus, this way, like, yeah, you know, like. You get a different voice actor, and you still have the character instead of, like, people get hung up on one actor. So, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That'd be cool. So, yeah, there we go. So we, we get to see what happens with how Marvel is without the quantum realm <coughs> and then how the Marvel Universe would be without responsibility. Yeah, and, and like we said, remember, um, we are talking more about um, our pitches, mostly Chris's, because Chris's was awesome and mine sucked. <laughs> <laughs> um, so just go check out our Patreon. It's gonna be like, like I said, it's just an after talk, an after, an after pitch. Um, just talking to what we thought, how we would add it, and just us actually talking. Not more. That one's gonna be a little more loosey goosey. It's not so structured and talking about our pitches. So yeah, go check us out on Patreon, Geek Elite Media. Yep. So as always, we always appreciate you. So please spread the love. Listen to all the other shows in our network. We have a great lineup of just everything. People are talking about all kinds of stuff that they're passionate about. So Andy, how can people find you online? Um, pretty much Andy Conchola everywhere on Instagram and um, YouTube, um, Twitter. It's Andy Conchola, A-N-D-Y-Y-Y, Conchola, C-A-N-C-H-O-L-A. And just go check me out. I do different YouTube videos and sketches and on Instagram I just post nonsense so yeah go check it out nice and you can always find Geek Elite Media at geekelitemedia.com check us out on our web on our website we have a lot of great things going on there uh, Rafa and I are writing a big Batman Captain America series of articles um, a lot of other people are posting stuff there plus it's a great hub to find all the shows and everything that's going on please listen to them rate and review them we would love to start really hustling our game as they say and we want to make more that we can you can find me mostly on twitter as stuff i should say should being spelled s-h-u-d i also write for adventures in poor taste aiptcomics.com so check out my reviews and other musings there as well um but until then this is pitch this saying remember to geek out <laughs> This concludes our broadcast.